0: A tov. Today's daf is Daf Gimel in Beitzah. Daf Gimel again. We learn for four shlein, for Yosef Azriel, real Ben Chaim, Michal. <coughs> We're about the eighth ninth line down on the page on Daf Gimel. D'orish Rab Gavia, Rab Gavia, mi Sil, from that town. Uh, he uh, <coughs> he gave the following um A de bei at the door at the entrance of the exilarch's house. And uh, this is where he gave this to Rashi. What did he say? He said, "katura shari. Katura can mean different things. So he, wh- they weren't sure what he meant. Keturah is mutter anyant. Barmele'ah Maymar. So, meymar said, my katura." What, what do you mean by keturah? Ketura if you're talking about tying with your hands. and if you mean katura with your hands, what does it mean with your hands? You're tying something. And Rashi explains that that's considered, that we're talking here about like tying sleeves. Uh, at the end, like where we have uh, cuffs, or uh, cufflinks, or buttons, Uh, they used to make the end of sleeves, they used to tie them together, you need a special tailor for that, that's considered craftsmanship, and that should be also on yontif, and if you're talking about smoking, it could also mean smoke, in other words, where you put, like we talked about, spices on uh, coals, and you're smoking things up, so that should be also the machaba, because you're extinguishing, so either way, this should not be permitted. As we learned yesterday, you can't extinguish on you're allowed to kindle for, uh, for cooking purposes, you're allowed to light a fire. But you can't extinguish. And we said, kiwi is also, was never permitted. So what does he mean over here that k'tura is mutar on So he said, um, We're talking about smoking, but It's like meat on coals, where initially... Uh, it does, as you say, extinguishes and then makes more, makes more fire, but you're also, you're smoking it. And Rashi says that when you talk about here about making something smoking, you're also introducing a smell like we saw yesterday. That when you, when you uh, cook things, whether it's spices or meat on coals, it involves extinguishing and lighting, and that's all as part of the um, uh, cooking process. And it also includes in, in, introducing a smell into the coals. Molid nami reach, but Rashi says that also introduces a smell, and that's mutzer because that's ochol nefesh. Otherwise, molid is considered also. The farshim grapple with that idea. of molid is oser, just introducing something new. Rashi said yesterday because it's like uh, it's like a malocha. It's like you're doing a new thing. So uh, that's what that's the problem of molid. It's like you're making a new thing, and that's similar to a malacha. So that's the question of today. Today, when you have all kinds of uh, of um, gadgets and 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 machines, uh, even if they don't have a light or something like that, they don't have a fire, but if they're uh, are they considered molid, and that's the shalom that the rabbis deal with today. So Rashi, Lo media Mashmiyav Gomer, You could have some say Amalei a himself said he said that <laughs> that um, uh, Rav Gviah darshan this, and Amemar said to him, What's Keturah? Amalei my Keturah. So the discussion is like. I, I, that maimer said, Iktor talking about by hand, meaning you're tying something nice o I mean, that's that's craftsmanship that should be also that's a Ila ashen. if you're smoking also the Kamolid Recha. he didn 't say not also because it's Mechaba, because it's you're introducing a new smell you're bringing in a new smell by making by smoking something you're putting a new smell into the coals Amarvashi so Vashi answered before it was. Um so Ravashi, we said before Ravashi said La and here's a Ravashi, I I said it in front of him, apparently in front of this repeat. So mishmed the Gavarab said in the name of a great rabbi. Uh, i I said it in front of him. L'olam That's the same Ravashi gives the same answer, but the question was was that uh when Abr asked him the question, he says, if it's because of smoking, the first in the first gear in the first the uh, the question was uh, that it's extinguishing and the second one is because it's being mulled either one of those are isurim But we said when it comes to uh, for food uh, All those things are motor media of a just like putting meat on coals uh, We said it extinguishes it also kindles and it also introduces a new smell both and this was another thing that uh, Reverend Leo was mater that he would make a he would allow them to eat on Layla Seder he would aim to eat a goat or a lamb like that uh, in the form uh, that uh, the carbon pesach itself was brought, meaning you roasted the whole thing together. It's called kibra akrov with the intestines and the legs outside. It's called a helmeted uh, makulis, means like with a, a helmet, like he's in his uh, uh, full uh, full equipment. He's wearing all the um, all the military equipment uh, like like a, a soldier. Uh, so um, the the rabbis didn't like doing that because people felt that. Uh, it looks like a carbon Pesach. So, but, uh, Tudus, um, uh, but, uh, this, uh, he, he that Reb mm-hmm. Muli was Matzer, Reb Muley was Matzer, that the Chom forbade it, but Reb Muley was Matzer. Tanya Reb famous bride, said, Tudus Ish Romi, Tudus was a great time of he was also very wealthy, and he supported, Rashi says, Chochem Gadol Benichbad, meaning he was, he was a great Chacham. I was also very wealthy. And Hinnigis Ben Romi, he, um, uh, he encouraged the, the Roman Jews uh, to become accustomed to uh, they would eat the oh. akoulis, meaning a helmeted one looked it looked like the carbon the rabbi sent him il if it wouldn't be that you're such a hush of a person and you support them goes we would put you uh, we would excommunicate you would put you in you're encouraging people to eat kachim. It's not really kachim. He knows enough not to make it into Elia really Korban Pesach. Just like L'zecher, L'mikdash, they ate it that way. But they didn't really think that they're making kachim. Kachim, sakadai. In other words, by you eating it that way, you might encourage people, people think, you think thinks you're think you eating kachim on Pesach, and that you're allowed to do that. And of course, you can't do that, because you've been shit it, and you can't bring it as a carbon. You are not allowed to have enough from it. You can't certain it's oser. So, ke'en person seeing it thinks that it's, you're eating kachim. Not only is it also to eat, you're, it's also outside the Azorah. So, uh, or in case, kachim achutz, in this case, outside of Yerushalayim, because it's kachim column. But uh, you're eating kachim b'chutz, you're eating it outside, uh, you're, you're eating it outside. Certainly, you shechted it outside, Outside the, the, the uh, any carbon has to be shechted in the azara. So if you it outside the azara, b'chayiv karas, if it's really kachim. it wasn't really kachim, but you're encouraging people to think that you're eating kachim b'chutz and that it's mutter and that was forbidden. So they disagreed with him and they disagreed with him, Malil, who was matred that. Shloshet Dvarim Rablazer Benazayim Matar. Rablazer, and then we get to other things. We talk about Remliel. He went against the Chachamim in various things. Shloshet Dvarim was Machmir like B'Shamay, we had before, uh, not like B'Shamayim, even though he was from the house of Hillel. Um, and the last Mishra talked about things that he was Mekel, and uh, the Chachamim were, were Machmir. Here we talk about Rablazer Benazayim. Shloshet Dvarim Rablazer Benazayim, Matar, Chacham Three things that the... Uh, it's also known as this, another great rabbi Nazari, went against the Chacham he was Matar, he permitted these three, the following three things and the Chacham say that it's forbidden what, what was he, he Matar? number one his Parah there's an Isser that you're uh, on Shabbos, not only can't you, you, you have to refrain from doing lach, but your animals must also refrain from doing M'lochah, you can't put them to work so just like you can't carry on Shabbos your animals shouldn't carry so here, his animal, his cow, we'll see. It's, it wasn't really his, but it's considered his cow. Went out on Shabbos in the street with a strap between its horns, meaning it was like carrying. He considered it mutter because it was just an ornament. But they said animals don't have ornaments, right? So, but he was allowed. He allowed it to do it. They said they said it's considered carrying. That was one thing that he was mutter. Second thing, a makarnasabay He also allowed people to comb their animals on yantiv, meaning they took these big combs. In order to get rid of the vermin and garbage in their in their in, their, in the in the, stuck in their hair, so they would use these combs on. and He says you're even allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that on Yantif. And he also allowed them to grind their uh, peppers on Yantif. Okay, grind pepper on Yantif. We'll talk about that uh, in the Gemara. So, so these three things were blazer and azar's matter, and the Chachomim answered What's going? On? What's the reason with? What's the problem with combing the animals? Because you might cause them to bleed, right? These are they were sharp, uh, uh, very uh, usually metal combs with very small teeth, and it caused them oh. to bleed. So the rabbis forbade it. Rabbi of Azariah permitted it, and he permitted also grinding peppers like in a small in a small pepper mill on Yom baby Rabbi Yudah says, "No, you don't do that. You don't use a comb like that." Because that makes a wound, meaning you're drawing blood. Avo but you could use a comb that had very thick. It's usually a wooden, thick teeth, and that didn't cause uh, bleeding. The Chum said, "No, you can't. You can't do do it with a metal, fine tooth, uh, fine comb, and you can't do it with a wooden, thick tooth comb either." So there's, we'll see. There's three shittas over here. Um, Reb Lazar Ben said you may. Reb said. You can't use one that causes bleeding, but you could use one that doesn't cause bleeding. The Chama forbade them all. It says his po- his cows. If there was only one, his cow was allowed to go out with a strap between its horns on uh, Shabbos, right? Um, so the question sounds like his cow sounds like he only had one. He only had one. Some either Rav said it or, said it or Rav said name Rav. Tlaisa Egla, thirteen thousand calves Every year, his miser was thirteen thousand uh, calves, meaning his flock was like one hundred and thirty thousand. Right? He gave a lot of miser. he had a very he had a very big herd. Uh, so how could you say he only had one cow? Uh, every year he gave that amount. Tana of this cow that we're talking about with the strap between its uh, horns uh, between its ears did not really belong to him, Elshaus. it belonged to his neighbor, a woman who was neighbor. neighbor Mitov because he didn't he didn't object uh, he didn't protest her that she shouldn't do it. Ni Osmos considered his in other words he should have uh, he should have told his neighbor not to do that, and since he didn't, he apparently permitted it, uh, so therefore it was considered. They called it his, his cow. His cow because he permitted it. Okay, but he permitted it and the rabbis forbade it. Because the rabbi said that there's no such thing as ornaments when it comes to animals. Therefore, it's carrying and it's forbidden. You're also allowed to comb the animal on yantif. So that was Reb Lezer ben was mater, And he allowed it even with a sharp tooth comb that could cause bleeding. So the gemor is like this. So what's in between combing with a sharp with uh, with uh, this kirud and what's the with, with, with versus kirtsuf, which is also combing. So we explained before. Kirud is katan ofas Kirud has small teeth, very thin teeth, and causes and they're sharp and can cause bleeding. Kirtzuf k'dolim, a comb. Uh, Kirtzuf is with large tooth, large uh, toothed combs. Don't don't make a chabura. So we see three. mar just synopsizes what the three sheetas in our mishnah. There's three different sheetas in our mission regarding this. So, Rebuta suffered Dovashem Miskaven, is also Rebut himself holds that Davashem Miskaven, meaning he wasn't, why is it called Dovashem He doesn't really intend on causing the animal to bleed, but it could cause the animal to bleed. So therefore, Rebuta says you may not use a fine-toothed comb, but you could use a thick tooth comb. So even though even though even with a fine-toothed one, you don't mean to cause bleeding, but it could cause bleeding. So double shademoscalpin is also Meu keyd kitanum. So that's with small teeth ones, small teeth combs uh, you shouldn't, because that's also right? The ulcer, they cause, they cause a um, uh, they, they cause bleeding. So you shouldn't use those, right? You shouldn't use a small toothed one because that causes bleeding. And even though you don't mean to, double shademoscalvin is also It's not secretion it's not for sure going to happen you might be careful with the combing and not cause bleeding but still it's also because Davishet meskaven is also a computer of dull and but when you do kirtz with a large uh a large teeth tooth, a large tooth comb comb that has large teeth anos nose doesn't cause a at all, and therefore it's mutter that's is not doesn't object to the whole process He just says don't do anything which may cause bleeding even though you don't mean to cause bleeding So don't use a fine tooth comb use a thick tooth comb for logos reading about you don't make he doesn't decree He doesn't forbid large uh, a, a thick tooth comb because of a small one He says don't use a small one, but you could use a big one But our and sovereign They also like a bit of a shame is also and therefore, you can't use a small tooth comb. But they make a xayur, a kir If you allow them to use a thick tooth comb, you'll use a small one too. So therefore, they said, don't use any comb. Don't do any combing. Not everybody's going to be so, be so careful. And if you allow them to use a thick tooth comb, they'll use a thin tooth comb also. And therefore, they'll be over on making a habura. And at the shaped Moscaven, that's the rabbon and shita. So the difference between rabbi Yudon and the rabbon is simply, where you there a thick tooth comb because of a, a thin tooth comb, a fine tooth comb. For Zimran Isaiah, who permitted the whole operation. As long as it's not sick ratio, as long as it's not 100% that it's going to happen, you didn't mean to cause bleeding, therefore it's mutter. According to this, Rabb Nachman said name of Shmuel, Rabb Nachman said it himself, not in the name of Shmuel. The loch is like that it's mutter to use any kind of a comb on Yantif. Sure, of Modulo is moda to him, and over here we're talking about uh, the case of uh, it's not just really Yanta, because the <clears throat> the first case of Rebbesman with the animal was on Shabbos, and the second case right could also be on Shabbos because there's no difference between Shabbos and Yanta when it comes to combing the animal, <clears throat> so. So here he said, "A lach uh, like a bshimon that uh, she." And he says, "Reb Nachman or Reb Nachman Rameshmul said lach like bshimon. Shari Reb Loz of Nazaria mode low. Reb like him. Amle Rabler Nachman. Why don't you say vleimar malch kerb Yehuda? Shari Kham mode and low. Why in a machlokis or Achamim and Reb Loz you go like the root like the majority, and you should say that it should be aser like Reb Nachman, like Rav Yudah, because Kham mode." to Rav Yudah, that's also, so you shouldn't use at least a fine-tooth comb, shouldn't be able to use it at all. Or Malay, Number one, says, I hold like the halachas like Rav Shimon. Rav is just like the old, like Rav Shimon when it comes to uh, mukta that the is generally like Rav Shimon. even Rav Shimon's mother in certain cases, Mokta machmas certain Kis, and Mokta machmas different things like Mius, then there is mukta but in general, Rav Shimon doesn't hold a mukta so I'm like I like Reb Shimon. I like Reb Shimon. The old Rebblaz of Nazaria I pascan like I pascan like Rebblaz of because I hold like Reb Shimon, and also Rebblaz of goes like him. So that supports my 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 uh, my opinion. Harichaim shall put them to So we mentioned in the previous Mishnah that they were allowed to that he permitted them to use a um, <coughs> a small. Um, a s a small um pepper mill a pilpo verhaim They're allowed to use Berhamslam Kain That is you're allowed to use a uh like a small pepper mill to um uh to to grind. Right. So he said before um that um yeah so here he says a bit that Brah Ham Shalom Hamham Sham for speaking about Yantar for preparing food I'll large ones, right? You can only use a small one. Even on Yontif, when you're allowed to prepare food, you can only do it in a small one, right? In other words, Rebazer was Matir even using large ones. On of a large one even involves a lot of tircha, and uh, the Chachamim said, "No, you can only use a small mortar to grind the pilpul that you're preparing for food." So, in terms of um, the, um, uh, in terms of the over here, the parah we're speaking about, even on Shabbos, as Rashi said. Beyond here the said Yontif, didn't say Shabbos when it comes to Macardness of Behemah. Beyond the Chora, if the is dav, is and or not, I don't know why it's D'Afka on Yontif. The the same thing should be on Shabbos. Shochon, as the people understand you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff on Shabbos anyway. That's a Malacha, right? That's a Malacha preparing the food, grinding it, etc. So Yontif, it's muter because on Yontif you're allowed to prepare. You're allowed to prepare it. Why should that only be on Yantif? The Mishnah says Yontif. Not clear why should Dafka be Yontif. What's the in Yontif and Shabbos when it comes to combing the animal? Uh, the pilpul. I understand that's on Yantif, and the Chacham forbade it, and Rabbi and Rabbi was Matzurah. So we mentioned about the the uh, pepper mill. So Rechaim shall shal pilpil. This kind of a Peppermill, has three parts to it. It has an upper part. And then it has a middle part which is like a sifter or a sieve and then the lower part where the uh where the peppers are are gathered where they gather at the bottom so the missions there's three different utensils in this one pepper in this one pepper mill there's three different utensils the upper the middle and the lower so he says that they're tame. all three of them are tame. what does that mean all three of them are even individually if they separated or uh, they couldn't. They were not tummy for one reason. They could be tummy for another reason. What do we mean by that? Mishum mishum kli Number one, the bottom part we'll see is receptacle. Mishum kli The middle part, which is the sifter part, is metal, and therefore a kli could be uh, an, an, an instrument or a utensil made out of metal is to, can become tummy. Mishum kli And for the uh, it's for and for the sifting part. So what do we mean by that? The Gemara explains the parts. Tana mishum the bottom part even though it's made out of wood but if it's if it's a receptacle a, we have a call or not a straight uh, a wooden um, object even though it's a utensil but if it doesn't have a receptacle to it it's not makabel tumah so um, the the bottom part it has a receptacle that's where the, the the crushed spices fall into that's that becomes tameh because it's kli it could become it could become tameh the middle part, because it's even though it's flat and sometimes it's made out of wood, but the chacham said since it's a sifter and it has like a sieve, it has uh, the ability to sift, so it's a kli, and it, in its own right, even though even though it's made out of wood, that it's a truth a creates but it has a it has a, a network, a meshwork in there, like it's like a woven garment. Rashi says. And therefore, is it has a purpose? It's a kli, and it's from a couple to for that. El yona, the upper part, the upper part where you where you crush the uh, stuff at the top, where you crush the peppers at the top, that's made out of metal, and therefore that's definitely a kli. So the top part is made out of metal. Rashi and Rashi says the middle part, even if it's made out of wood, is considered a kli because it has that ability to sift. And certainly, Rashi says ours, which are also made, of because it's a clea that's made out of metal. Uh, even if it's even if uh, there for sure, it's tummy. It's tummy for two reasons: it's made out of metal, and it's a and it's a sifter. So uh, this uh, peppermill, uh, all all three parts of it could become tume. Agola shell cotton. A child's. Call it a tricycle, a little a little mobile unit that has wheels, a go kart or something about a wagon that a child sits in and rushes. He plays in it. They play, they play in it. it. Could be like a little a little truck, a little thing that he rides in. Since he sits on, it's made for him to sit on. Tameh medris. If the child uh, a child could be a, a, a zov. If he's tuma, if he's tume, and he sits on, it's made for sitting. It's not made for banging or for uh, you know for anything else. Or for gathering, putting stuff inside. It's made for a child to sit on. Therefore, it could become something madras, but needless for Shabbos, since it's a clee, it's not mukta on Shabbos, and it could be used on Shabbos, as we see here in Eretzisro where the kids ride all kinds of little uh, wheeled uh, vehicles on Shabbos, right? They negreris el al gabikalim. Tanakama says it could only, though, be pulled on matting or clothing. In other words, when in those days when all their floors, not just outdoors, but indoors, was all made out of, was just dirt. He said, <clears throat> you shouldn't pull it directly on the dirt. <clears throat> Why? Because you when you pull it on the dirt, it it uh, makes a groove in the ground, right? It, 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 it makes a little rut in the ground, and they're digging up the dirt, and digging, Rashi says, is like plowing. So you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't uh, pull one of those things uh, except if it's on matting or clothing or something like that. You shouldn't do it on dirt, which means even though it's got wheels, we just said it's, a, it's like a little wagon, a wagon's got wheels, but the wheels can dig into the dirt and pick up the dirt, and that's digging, which is also because of Choresh, and therefore you shouldn't, you should only, uh, the, only have the kid ride on uh, matting, or obviously on a hard, uh, hard surface. Pardon? Pardon? didn't yeah. we have over in Chavez that you can pull a bed even though you make a Harish? Oh, that's where that's, number, that's the exactly. Mishkaven. Good, that's the, very good. So that's, the Gemara's going to bring that down. And we're going here with the Sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, who holds Hashem, is all, We hold the mutter. That's, the Gemara's going to bring that case. Rabbi Huda goes on to say, Kala kelem en All vessels cannot be pulled, like you just said, beds and etc. beds, uh, benches, chairs. Chutzman I go except for the wagon, just the opposite. Rabbi disagrees here with the Tanakama. Now we'll see who is the Tanakama. That's also Rabbi He's disagreeing with himself. We'll see. I go except for the wagon, may she koveshes, because it goes on wheels. The wheels don't dig up the ground. If I pull a, a chair that's got uh, feet on it, and I pull it, so I can be digging up some of the dirt. But when you, when you ride on it with a wheel, the wheel doesn't dig up the dirt. It's just the opposite. It presses down on the dirt. Pressing down on the dirt is not chofer. That's not digging. That's pressing down. And Rabutus therefore says other, other things like beds and benches and things like should not be pulled because they are going to dig up the dirt. Right? They're going to make a rut in the ground, but not with a wheel. A wheel presses down and therefore he says that's mutter. So we'll see. What's the Gemara's problem? Over here, the Gemara's going to say, Rabbi Huda says over here, it presses down. He says, you're allowed to use the wagon on Shabbos. Right? You're allowed to use it on Shabbos. But on the other hand, the Tanakama says, "A el elagabi Kalim because he might make a rut. That's also Rabbi Yehuda. So what does Rabbi Huda hold? It seems to be a steer and Rabbi Huda, The Gemara will talk about that. I go, shall medris, why does Because he supports himself on it. He sits on it. He's made for sitting on it. And therefore, as we've learned, a, uh, if a person is a Zav, he's an avatoma, he makes the thing that he sits on also an avatoma. If he sits on a chair, is avatuma. As opposed to, let's say you turn over a pail and you sit on that. So that doesn't, that's not Tomei Medrus, why? Because it's not made for sitting on. If you see a person sitting on a pail upside, turned upside down, the workman will come over and say, please, can you get up? I need my pail. That's not a, that's not a thing to sit on. But the wagon is something that's sat on, therefore it has become a Tomei madras right, because he supports himself, he's supposed to sit on it, then there's Shabbos, you could use it on Shabbos, it could be moved in Shabbos, because it's a kli, it's a utensil, it itself is designated as a, as a utensil, but you can only pull it, in other words, when you're pulling the kid in the, uh, on the, on, on his little go-kart, his little wagon or tricycle or whatever, uh, his little fire engine, whatever you want to call that, his wagon. El al only on matting or clothing. Al kalem and al gabikarkalo not on dirt. My time itikavet chritz because he's making a rut, a groove in the ground, and that saucer. Wait a minute. So who says it's saucer? Like like uh, Avram just pointed out. Who holds that it's saucer to make that? That's Rabbi Yehuda. Davertay v'shem saucer. The Rab Shimon. According to Rab Shimon, that's exactly what you said. armor m'skavnas muti. You're allowed to. So therefore, the Tanakama who says what, that you may not do it on dirt, only on matting or clothing or some harder a surface, which is not directly uh, touching the dirt. That's Rab because according to Rab Shimon, you're allowed to a so The Tanya we learn Rab Shimon, a person can drag a bed, a chair, or a bench on Shabbos, through the dirt he's as long as his intention is not to make a groove in the ground, the ditch in the ground. That's his intention, but you're a and you're allowed to. So, therefore, our mission, which says you can only do the go-kart on clothing or on matting, that's obviously Rabbi Uda. So but in the sefer Rabbi says disagrees. A Sefer, Nothing else can be dragged on Shabbos because it's going to make a groove. Chutzman, I go except for that Gola, which has wheels. Neishi she because the wheels press down. They don't dig in. They press down. Nei she Choritz, It doesn't make a Choritz. So therefore he says it's muter because it kaveshes. But what? Ein aval churitzlo. So what are you saying over here? You're saying the Tanakama says the Tanakama says. The go-kart has to not go uh, you can't do it on dirt because it's going to make a chritz. Rebuta says, and that's the horse is, is Rebuta because according to Reb Shimon, uh, you could pull it even on ground. You're not worried about the chritz. It's Dovashem Iskavin. And yet, Rabbi Yudah argues in the safe and says, no, that you're allowed to use the go-kart on Shabbos because it doesn't make a chritz. It just presses down. So what does Rabbi Yudah say? Neishikobesh zayin, ava chritz the Gemara says, lovavda. I didn't read right. Neishikobesh because it presses down. Neishikobesh ain ava chritz lovavda. It doesn't make a chritz. So what is it? What does Rabbi Yudah hold? That, 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 do, the, do, do, do the wheels make a chritz? As the Tanakama says, or Rabyuta says in the safer, no, it presses down, it doesn't make a chritz. The answer is Trey two different sheetas in Rabyuda. And Rashi says, the last Rashi in the Parak says, Traitnol Rabuta, one holds that the wagon, nami just like any other uh, utensil, like a chair or a bed, the osa chritz, big rassa, makes a chritz, She sometimes the wheel doesn't turn well, right, it gets stuck and it drags in there, and then it digs up the dirt. That's the Tanakham, who says, therefore, only use a go-kart on matting, on matting, or on a hard surface. The edach, whereas the Rabi in the Mishnah, who says Rabi uses his name, it doesn't happen very often. If it's got wheels, usually the wheels turn. It presses down underneath the wheels, and therefore, it's mutter on, on, uh, to do this on Shabbos, Shabbos or Yontif, uh, it's mutar on Shabbos, certainly mutter on Yontif, and two different shitas in what Rebuter hold. Does he hold it? May- so Rebuter in general holds, yeah, Dov Hashem's is also The question over here is, in this case, does a wheel, does a wheel uh, dig into the dirt and digs it up, and therefore that's like chofer, which we said is also because of Choresh, or does it just press down? Harunach Yontif, that's the end of the second parrot? Beginning the third parak, ain't sudden dagan We learned that anything is mutter for Ochon Nefesh on Yontif, you're allowed to, to prepare food. But how far can you go? So there's a Shiloh, whether you, can you can you capture animals on Yontif? No, you can't do that. Why? You can't hunt and trap animals on Yontif. That should have been done before Yontif. Rashi learns that basically the Torah allows you to do anything involving preparing food. However, the rabbis forbade things that you could have done before Yontif. Other you know, things that could be done before yanta, trapping the food, preparing, cutting down the wheat, grinding it, uh, preparing all that stuff could be done before yanta. If it means baking it, that means kneading it and preparing it right now, or shita, you can't do it the other day because you didn't have frozen, they didn't have the ability to freeze and preserve the stuff. So it tasted a lot better if you prepared it fresh on Yontif. That we understand, that was the Torah's mantra. But things like harvesting, cutting down, and grinding, and all the processes and preparing food that could have been done before Yontif, there's there's no detriment to the food if it was done before Yontif that the rabbis did not allow. So, I like, so to speak, min torahs mutter, but the rabbis forbade it. Other Rishonim learn, and you see, based on Rishalmi, that it's mash from Sikkim itself, and it says, ushmartem, ushmartem, from the word shmart, is mash from only things from kneading need, on, kneading with K-N-E-A-D, only from that on with the Torah matzah, but things before kneading, in other words, harvesting and winnowing and all the stuff that could have done before, the Torah was not matzah. So Zeshailah, whether the iser of doing things, which could have been done before Yontav, is that the rice or is it a So our mission says hunting certainly could have done before. You didn't have to prepare, you didn't have to hunt it down on yantif So ain't sudden dug him at a you can't capture or trap fish from the fish pond on yantif right? Because uh, you can't do it on it's consider capture Now, even though the fish pond is an enclosure, right? You have a fish pond. But fish, it's not simple to get the fish. They don't come running out. You know, you gotta, they, 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 they don't want to be caught. They know Slifne Amazonos. You can't put food in front of them also that as a means of trapping them, right? You're giving them uh, food because they, again, you, they, you, they don't, not just as a means of trapping, but you can't, you don't feed them. They have their own, they don't need you to feed them. And there's, there's no purpose in feeding them on Yontif because they have their own feed. Either they eat the uh, uh, minerals and the, uh, whatever, the, the plants in the, in, the, uh, uh, in the pond itself, or they eat other fish. So you can't do the venison of the Amazonas. But let's say animal enclosures, which a is is an enclosure, a place where you keep you keep chaya venison and, and birds, things like that. And in in, um, in those enclosures, there you're allowed to. Why? Because it's already considered trapped before. We'll see. The Gemara is going to talk about this. About we're talking about an, uh, traps or or enclosures where the animal's considered captured already. If you got a big animal and he's in your barn, that's already captured, or he's in your uh, cattle pen, <coughs> he's already captured. So you've done it. Therefore, you're allowed to take that animal out and shecht them on yanta. The national thing is also saying you can give and you can give them food. Okay, right. Rashi fish, uh, you don't feed You're allowed to feed them. But here, they can they can feed themselves. It's not, but animals that rely on you for they're in your uh, you're in your farm in your bar, barn and they rely on you for food. You're allowed to feed them. Rashi even in a place where.'" Uh, where, in the summer, where there's food out there in the field, but in places where at, where people walk, there may not be food. As if they need food, you're allowed to feed your animals, which are caught already. The Gemara is going to explain that Reb doesn't necessarily argue, but he explains the Mishnah. It all depends on the kind of uh, pond or enclosure that you're talking about. In other words, sure, fish, fish, you cannot uh, capture on um, on yontif. Uh, even though they're in the fish pond, because they're not considered trapped, they're 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 free to run around, and you can't just go and pick them at will. They run away from you. They hide out in various crevices and uh, holes in, uh, under under the water. Uh, when it comes to animals, if they are already captured before, you're allowed to take them out of the cattle pen, out of the enclosure, take them out, whether it's uh, whether it's birds or or other animals. Rav right. notice he says chayav ov because a chaya, like a venison, like a, a, a wild animal, runs around. And obviously, a behema, a cow, uh, you're not even capturing though they're in your pen. It's obvious that they're already captured. But of oaf could run away. But if they're in the enclosure, you're allowed. From says it depends on the kind of enclosure. Local, but they're not all the same. If it's still lacking trapping, you still have to go out and trap it. Then it's osur. If it's not missing trapping, meaning it's already considered trapped. Then it's mutter. It's considered captured already. So the point is, everybody agrees that you can't capture things on yantif. They had to be captured before. So if it's fish, that, has, that involves capturing them on yantif, trapping them, fishing. That's for, forbidden. But chayav'of that are considered trapped already, <clears throat> that, that you're allowed to because you've, you've prepared it before yantif. Now you're just taking it out to, to Shechem. Shechem Wheel says that it depends on the kind of uh, bigger. We'll see if it big ones, small ones, if it's very large, then, then it's not considered trapped. At it. If you have to go out and say, let's trap it, that's different. So tomorrow like, will explain uh, all that and we'll see different shittas also because there's other brices in Shabbos and a mission in Shabbos which talks about limitations on this and says that uh, you're not allowed to take on yontif. So what are, the, what are the cases? We're talking about different kinds of enclosures. If it's considered already trapped, then you're allowed to take it on yontif and shecht it. If it's not considered trap, that you're not allowed to sh- uh, do it on Yontif. It should have been done before Yontif, and it's forbidden to do on Yontif. All right, have a good day, everybody. Gemar Tov and Mo'adim L'simcha. And again, um, if you enjoy this DAF podcast, and you know anyone else who may benefit from it, please share it with them. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. By doing so, we can help make sure that many around the world with limited time have the opportunity to learn the Davy Duff. Thank you. Have a good day.